baby. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the You're Still Out Golf Podcast, part of the Sports Pros Network, where we're always talking sports. So let's start the conversation. I'm your host, JT. Happy to be here on a lovely day in Oklahoma City. I'm joined, per the usual, by my co-host, Mr. Scotty G. Scott, how are you, and where where does the world find you this fine afternoon? Oh, man. Uh, At my office here in Oklahoma City. Uh, it's actually a really nice day out. I might have to go hit some range balls after we uh, we get done today. Get the get the rust off because I got a I got a round Saturday and I've got a round Sunday. So not didn't mean to time stamp it, but I did it again, didn't I? Well, you uh, know they don't know what Saturday and Sunday we're talking about. So um, I was actually surprised that you didn't uh, come up with kind of the cough or a sniffles as nice as it is, and, and excuse <laughs> yourself off the pod. But uh, well, I'm excited for this one. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here. Um, you know this is a great time to play some golf because uh, one thing you typically do this time of year is get over to Chalk Family Sports Bar to have some lunch, to watch some golf, to watch some sports. In a little bit of a uh, a pause at Chalk, shutting the place down for a couple weeks, going to reopen uh, with some new energy, some new concepts. Um, the the vibe will certainly continue to be awesome for all of your sports watching needs. Sports service and smiles will continue to be uh, what Chalk is all about. And boy, we got some great golf coming up to get to Chalk for. And so uh, set your Set your calendars a couple weeks. Um, certainly by the time the NCAA March Madness rolls around, Chalk will, will be, be rocking and rolling. Again, Chalk Family Sports Bar, sports, service, and smiles. Scott, uh, we have kind of a, I guess you'd call this a dual interview today uh, yeah. with Virginia State Trojan freshman Tylan Wallace from Oklahoma City uh, and his coach Justin Parker. Uh, Tylan, we'll start with you. Welcome to the You're Still Out Golf Podcast, my friend. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Excited to have you on. Coach Parker, uh, appreciate your time. I know that it's a busy time getting ready for the spring season to start. How are you this afternoon? Excellent. Really excited about the opportunity to be on here with you fellas. Likewise, likewise. Coach, we got got Coach, a lot to get many, into. Not many people can beat my backdrop with my beautiful Razorback jersey behind me, <laughs> but I'm pretty jealous of your backdrop right now. Well, everything that says title is, I know people can't see it, but it looks like he's got about 65 boxes that just say Titleist on it, which could be and a lot would, of fun to open. You'd be spot on with that. A bunch of brand new, brand new bags and let's go hats and such like that. So yeah, it's a, it's a big, big days over here. Big days over here. Awesome. You know, you know what we like to say, Scott, Titleist, not a sponsor, but could be, but could be, but could be. All right, well, let's jump into it. Tyler, um, you know, as an, as an Oklahoma City guy, obviously near and dear to our hearts here in the Oklahoma City metro, I want to start with you. Just kind of talk about the, uh, you know, Oklahoma City to Virginia State journey, if you will. Yeah, my, um, my journey from Oklahoma City to Virginia, it's, it's been phenomenal. I mean, I would say, like, right when I got on campus, it was just, I just feel like, like this is going to be my safe place in my home. Um, just like, you know, the people, the environment, and all the different activities that are on Virginia State campus. And then 
we're not even gonna talk about that that drive that 18 hour drive was something <laughs> crazy like i mean hey we had split it up in between like me and my parents me and my parents so it was like a six uh six hour drive each so it wasn't as bad but uh, my journey from oklahoma city to so Oklahoma City to um, Virginia State has actually been pretty good. I will say that. Well, I know as uh, I can, it's a faint memory transitioning from high school to college, but I do remember it. And uh, I was just a regular old, uh, didn't have much on my agenda college student. And you've got a lot more than that. So it sounds like the, the transition has been good uh, from the player perspective. Coach? Indeed. Coach, again, I think that uh, typically when we talk to college golf coaches, there's, there's always a great backstory, right, and how they got to their post. Um, in your case, you're returning to your alma mater, and so talk about uh, the journey back and now the uh, the head coaching role there at uh, Virginia State. Well, you know, it's always it's always a, uh, a kind of a dream or a or, or a life goal, you know, to get maybe get back to where you where you uh, played at. I actually, was a two-sport athlete at Virginia State University from 2010 to 2011, played a little football and golf, um, had a nice career. We won a lot, um, did, did a great job when I was playing, but I always wanted to coach, and I've been I've been coaching. I've coached many sports over the last, I would say, 15 years. Um, I've been a head football coach at a high school around here, won a lot of football games doing that, um, had a good time, but, you know, I kind of always wanted to get back into this realm um, and Coaching golf is, is where I want to be here, is where I want to be. Coaching guys like Tylen, um, guys that work hard, um, that uh, really, really take to coaching and want to be as good as you want them to be, uh, which it sounds sounds easy to find people like that, but it's not, you know. And um, so this is this is kind of like home. I feel at home. At the, my athletic director, same athletic director, was there when I was, when I was there, and that was nice. a long time ago, so – She's great. It's great working for her. Great working for this university. We've got. I was. I tell the tell the guys sometimes. I said, man, you guys have it have it lucky compared to when I was here. There's so many new buildings, so many new facilities, so many great things that we didn't we didn't even dream of when I was in school. Yeah, no. It's always it's always funny how it works like that, doesn't it? But yeah, hey, coach. You know, kind of something. You know, you're back at your alma mater. You're now the head coach, and you know, I'm. You know, been an assistant coach head coach a little things for in the baseball side of it you know one thing that i've always believed in is you're only as good as the people that are around you give give us a little love give us a little talk on your assistant coach and how much he means to you and and the program oh my assistant coach he's awesome his name's uh, joshua Grimm. he's a great guy as a matter of fact um he first got into the game of golf um he actually started the fairways for warriors program in the state of virginia he was the state director um it's for combat wounded veterans uh, who've been been downrange, and um, it's a way for them to cope with uh, PTSD and and other things that could could um, affect them on a day to day basis. And using golf as like that outlet. Um, and as a matter of fact, that's where we first hooked up. I uh, actually was his his coach. He was the director, and I was the lead of instruction for his chapter. Um, so I would go out for a volunteer basis. Um, but anytime they had a clinic, I'd go out and I'd uh, show some of the veterans how to, you know, how to hit the ball. You know, if, if you don't pick it up until you're 35, 40, whatever, it's it's hard to do. It like it looks easy on television. It's hard to do. Um, <laughs> so I, I'd go out there and help them. But that's kind of how we met. And um, he actually studies mental performance, so he kind of takes the lead role on that in our in our program. Um, and we we do our very best to give the student athletes everything 
that they could possibly need. And I knew that last year that was an area that we needed to improve. And so we were able to bring him on um, to do that. And he's really done a great job. As a matter of fact, he and Tylen are like inseparable. They always want to, you know, they always want to work together. As a matter of fact, uh, Coach Grimm's always like, I'm just going to walk with Tylen every every round. Uh, and I said, you know what, that's fine. I said, if you can you can make them find a fairway and, and uh, make some birdies, that's fine with me. Sweet. Man, that's good stuff. Um, well, in your first season there, you know, immediate impact off the bat, you know, lots of top you know, top two finishes, I think fourth at the, the conference championship, and kind of a bit of an uneven fall 2022 season. Where do, where do you feel like the team is kind of going into the CIA preview, uh, which I think is the first weekend of March or so? Uh, yeah, just give us kind of a status assessment, perhaps. Yeah, um, I mean, last year was, was solid, but, you know, we were kind of dealing with a mixed bag. Um, as a matter of fact, this year we've already lowered our stroke average from last year to this year by – 12, 14 shots wow. somewhere in that range. Um, so as a team, we've definitely improved. Um, and that's thanks to uh, bringing in three freshmen, uh, from one from Oklahoma City, Thailand, uh, one from Ohio, and then another one from the state of Virginia, Northern Virginia. Um, and those three guys have come in and had an immediate impact on, on our, our program to, to lower those scores. I think that the uneven fall was a little bit of those freshmen jitters because all three of them started for us. All three of them were in the top five for us. Wow. Um, so a little bit of the freshman jitters, um, guys would go out there and shoot even par at practice and then struggle a little bit in the competition. And that, uh, you know, it's, I think that's normal. I think that's natural. Um, but I told them, I said, I threw you in the fire in the fall, but this is the spring. Now you guys are, you have to play like sophomores, even though you're still a freshman. Um, and so I assume that it'll translate. I think it will. Um, these guys have been working their tails off and, and they've, they've gotten a lot better on the objectives that we that we put forth each and every day. Uh, but one thing I will say is that competition that we're playing this year as opposed to last year has definitely been up. So as the finishes maybe aren't exactly the the same from like a play standpoint, our individual scores as well as our team scores have improved considerably, and, and they're going to do nothing but get better. Man, okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense, and yeah, you're right. And I, I know Scott – I've said this many times, you know, the, the freshmen, um, regardless of what sport, kind of definitely if they're thrown into that fire, grow up early in the season and really aren't freshmen anymore by the time the end of the season, or in your case, you know, spring session uh, gets started. I, um, I'm curious, and I'm surprised Scott didn't make me move this question further down on the agenda because it always, you know, derails things in a good way, in my opinion. First tournament of the spring is at Southern Pines, in Pinehurst or in mid technically in, in mid pines. I'm curious, and this can be for either one of you, like maybe whoever's the more golf course architecture, a nerd like me, how excited are you to get down there and check out, um, that Donald Ross that it's been, uh, restored or, um, you know, renovated by, by Kyle France, whoever, whoever wants to take that. Tell me how you feel about it. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like I haven't really looked too much, like, uh, looked into it too much, uh, as much as I should. But, I mean, I feel pretty excited, especially with this being a pretty big tournament. Um, I can't really talk too much about the architectural type because I'm, like, I'm not really, you know, like, into it as much as uh, JT is. Uh, you got anything <laughs> Not to many say? people are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a golf nerd, so I, I am definitely excited uh, for, for the Donald Ross uh, design. I've looked it up many, many times. I haven't had the chance to play. I've been down there, been to Pinehurst um, just to watch, though. I haven't had, I haven't had the opportunity to play down that way 
um, in, in any of those villages, any of those areas down there. But I, I'm, I'm definitely excited about getting down there. It's going to be a big tournament for us. There's a lot of teams participating in that, um, double-digit number of teams. So there's going to be a lot of people down there um, on an excellent golf course, um, excellent living conditions. Now, it's going to be a really fun weekend. This is the best part about college golf. I tell the fellas all the time are the trips. They're the best, it's the best part about college golf. Yeah, No doubt. Absolutely. Pinehurst is uh... – my my favorite. I mean, I I've gotten to play it one time, and uh, I just thought it was heaven on earth of just like just a golf mecca. You could do anything and everything with a golf club in your hand, um, putter in your hand. It's just a great place. But you guys, that'll be fun. Donald Ross, who I know Pinehurst number two was a, was a was was a doozy for me. So um, get ready for some turtle back greens. I guess is the best best way I can put it. But I don't. Maybe they've changed. Um, let's talk a little bit about the the, the season um, that's coming up. Um, a little bit about the roster. Uh, talk to us, coach, a little bit about Michael Ebosh and Juan Ruiz Patino. Um, give us kind of what your thoughts, and then we'll get back to Thailand here in a minute. But just give me your thoughts on those two guys and what they mean and in going into the spring. All right, yeah. Um, so I'll I'll start with Juan. Um, Juan's kind of our leader. Um, he's our he's our captain. He's the uh, He's kind of that rock steady guy um, that we always put out in the front of our lineup. Um, he's he carries the lowest scoring average for us. He's the most seasoned. Um, he's only a sophomore because of like COVID rules and such. He's only a sophomore on the course, but he's a 4.0 student uh, in the in the classroom that's going to graduate um, in December um, with a 4.0 GPA. So wow, well, I assume he will. He better. He better. That's what I. Said. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but he's graduating in December. He'll, he's going to stay on, but um, and go to grad school, but. Anyway, he's he's kind of our foundation. He's kind of like our, our leader. He's he was he was one of the only guys that was here when I got here. We only had three guys when I got here, um, so it was and you can't even play with three. So I had to really get on that uh, recruitment trail quickly. But um, long story short, he's he's our he's our leader, um, and and the, he really works incredibly hard. Um, he's at the golf course all the time, even when we're not practicing as a team. And we do that four times a week, and we work out three times a week. And he wants more and more and more. Um, just a really good kid. Um, Michael, he's one of our freshmen. He came from Ohio. Uh, Michael Ebosh is kind of that, he's kind of that guy. I, I joke with him sometimes. He's kind of that guy. You go, go to the range. I'm watching my team warm up. They're all beside each other. All five of them are warming up or seven, depending on if we can play the individuals or not. So I got the, I'm wa- watching the guys. I'm looking at, my goodness, he's not hitting it good. And they go out on the course and make 15 pars. And I'm like, <laughs> what happened? Like, you. <laughs> what happened? He's got, as I said, Minsky gets it up and down out of the trash can. So, you know, he, he's, he's just one of those guys who, who's a grinder, scrapes it around. Um, of course he hits good shots too. Um, I, I do joke about that, but, um, that's kind of, that's kind of his game. He's, he's relies on his athleticism a lot. Um, as opposed to being super technical. And, and I appreciate that about his game because that's how I grew up playing. Um, but at the end of the day, those two guys, they're, they're two of our, our better guys. And, and as a matter of fact, um, all of the rest of them as, as well have stepped up tremendously as, as the year, as, as the off season has gone on. I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of their progress. Got plenty of guys shooting seventies. Now I, I think we're going to have a big season, man. I'm, I'm ready to like, Scott, I'm ready to jump on some sort of plane. I don't know what we can, what we can. <laughs> I, I honestly, I want to go play 36 holes with Tyler. <laughs> like, let's just go. Let's go for a walk. Let's, I'll say know. this. 
Don't threaten me with a good time. You know I'm down for 36. <laughs> and Tyler knows it's walking, too. You That's know right. it's walking. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. I've, dri- I've, I've driven 18 hours for a lot for a lot worse. So, uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Tyler. So, let, let's go with the uh, kind of one of the obvious questions here. But what has been the biggest adjustment, right, from high school golf um, to the college level? Um, I'd probably say the competition, like, everybody in the field is just self-competitive. Everybody out there just wants to win. And that's what I love about college golf is that everybody, since everybody's out there wanting to win, this actually forces me to force myself to become a better player and better person. And like when I was in high school, we were just kind of out there just, you know, hitting the ball and trying to get the lowest score for the team, you know, just out there having fun. I mean, I'm not saying that like having fun is a bad thing, but in high school it wasn't, really a big of a deal so it was just like we was out there just having fun but yeah and then coming to college it's like yeah i need to, I need to step it up i need to stop playing around because these guys are no joke no joke but yeah i think overall it's just like the biggest adjustment is just like the competition itself so yeah everybody uh everybody's as good as you or better when you get to whatever the next level is uh and you gotta you gotta go out and and prove it once again for sure no doubt, no doubt. Well, we, you know, we get the pleasure of talking to a lot of Division One golf programs, uh, mostly in the Big Twelve Conference. Coach, can you paint a picture of how different the or Thailand, whoever, paint the picture of how different the experience is in just the CIAA? Well, you know, obviously there's there's going to be some differences. Um, you know, beginning with some of the types of exposure and and. And uh, maybe budgets that that some of those programs are, are afforded, um, but here here at Virginia State University, we're doing our absolute best to give them a Division One experience, um, and I I believe we do a really good job of that. Um, we've played, we've practiced at eight different golf courses um, just in this year um, to to make sure that the guys are getting that kind of exposure and experience. Whereas if you're at Oklahoma, for example, they probably have a golf course on campus. You know, so those are those type of things that are just a little bit different there. Um, Oklahoma might have two or three simulator bays, maybe more, and a whole golf room and so on and so forth. We just have a simulator room, you know, and the simulator is not even set up yet. We haven't even gotten it in the mail yet. You know, so it's one of those things where things maybe are heading in that direction, but not quite as established as where they are. Um, but we are doing our absolute best to get there. We do get to do some pretty cool things that the Division One programs get to do. We get to go to some really cool golf tournaments and even play in some of the some tournaments with Division One teams as well. Um, as a matter of fact, like the PJ Works this year is in Shoal Creek, uh, Alabama, which obviously you know has a great history of, of good golf. Next year, that same tournament's at TPC Sawgrass. So you know, there's a, a bunch of different things that we hope to have the opportunity to be able to do as long as we do what we're supposed to do on our end. Um, but just to share, cherish that experience, um, you know, those guys, they might be on Golf Channel a little bit more than we are, but at the same at the same rate, 150-yard shots, 150-yard shot. Um, you got to execute it. You got to hit the green, uh, whatever, the, whatever the case may be. You got to get up and down from the, from the greenside trap. And, you know, I, I tell I, – I talk to my guys about things like this all the time is, is just worry about the next shot. If you're worried about what this team gets to do and this team gets to do and, you know, kind of doing the compare thing, it's, it's tough to stay in your own lane and, and, and focus on the job at hand. So, you know, uh, they, they definitely are afforded some cool things, but I think we are too. Yeah, Coach, so we, I'd, play, I'd, play, I'd play for you. 
If we, uh, great. I'm ready. I look, I look, come on down, man. Do you have any eligibility left, Scott? I guess in golf you do. Uh, maybe, yeah. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Look, a lot of guys tell me that. Like I said, as soon as I say, hey, sometimes you got to walk 36 holes in a day, they say, I'm good. I don't have any eligibility left. No, I, I, I like walking. <laughs> I'll walk 36 holes for you, Kevin. Yeah, you're not going to scare Scott off from, uh, from walking a golf course. There's no doubt that about that. Great. Uh, well, Tylan, you know, I think that even – even in 2023, there's a golfer that more than anybody else, probably in the history of the game, still moves the needle uh, when it comes to certainly professional golf uh, worldwide. That would be one and only uh, Mr. Tiger Woods. So I want I want your thoughts, not just on the cat, but you know after he's been around now for 25 years professionally, and as uh, an African American golfer yourself. I'm just kind of wanting a feel for even after that stardom that he's had, why are there still so few African-American players on major professional tours, um, you know, high-level amateur uh, competitions, and, and frankly, even even college rosters? What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, JT, I'd say that some things would probably be like the cost of entry, and then I'd probably say as well, something else I would say is that um, it wouldn't be, it's not, Golf is not as popular as like all the other sports, like uh, you say basketball, or football. Um, golf itself is very expensive, so you got to buy clubs, uh, golf bags, you know, all that extra, all the extra stuff. And with basketball, and football, all you really got to do is just get a ball, and you can just go outside and just work on your craft. But with golf, it's just there's more to it. There's I feel that some people really don't want to put the work into it because it takes a lot of work to become really skilled at golf. And I feel that some people are like, well, you know, I can just go play basketball, football, and be good at it. That's what I, Personally, that's how I was. Like, I started off, I played, with five different sports. Uh, with, like, it was, like, basketball, football, baseball, soccer, and now golf. And it, that's how it was for me. I just I just started playing uh, basketball first. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. I'm, like, really good at it. So, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll try to go to the NBA. You know, that's not, like, those the kid dreams. But, yeah, it's just... I personally feel that, you know, golf is just you don't really get as much recognition as you do with all the other sports, and it's just not as popular. So yeah, yeah I think that's where it is. But also, there is there is a tour. I mean, it's like it's a. Um, have you heard of the APGA tour? Oh yeah. I heard yeah that's on the rise, and I've I've been looking into that as well. So I feel that that is another stepping stone for African Americans and like you know the black community. And I feel like that will actually help uh, bring up more African American golfers into like the major PGA tours. So uh, I, you know, I actually, I actually like that. I like that. I like that they did that. Yeah, Coach, I'm kind of curious your thoughts uh, on on the Advocates Tour uh, in particular. Um, is it is it really just that even though Tiger burst on the scene when he did and had this you know massive upswell in popularity of golf? It's almost like the golf world structurally wasn't ready to, uh, you know, to give minority players and really just youth in general. I mean, it's not like, you know, youth golf has exploded even uh, even for white kids. Uh, so what are your thoughts on on the on the APGT and then just uh, kind of the whole dynamic of, um, you know, growing the game to, you know, to parts of the world and populations that, like Tylan said, don't think it's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, start, starting with, with that notion, um, I would say that that's systematically um, a, a problem with the way that golf is, is portrayed. It's portrayed as 
as some sort of uppity, privileged game, uh, generally speaking. Um, you know, obviously that's not everyone, but generally speaking, that's how it's portrayed when in all actuality, it's an individual sport generally that requires a lot of hard work, just like any other sport. Um, if you want to be good at something, you have to put in a lot of work. Now, I would say that the cost has something to do with it, um, but they're, they're, they're starting to put more programs in place to lower the cost or, or even make it cheap or free for kids to play um, in some local local areas. Even around here, there's, there's places. Um, I would say that in our area, we've done a really good job of trying to bridge that gap between cost and exposure for our, our guys. So many different golf courses around here are so welcoming for our guys um, and, and our HBCU program that we go out there and they let us play, they let us practice um, for free. And, and truthfully, that's what we need. You know, we don't have the budget to just pay for anywhere and everywhere to play whenever we feel like doing it. We, we make those relationships. And so I, I commend the golf community for taking, for trying to take that next step. I don't think that they're quite there yet, but um, for trying to take that next step. I mean, my, myself personally, I just started playing golf till I was 19 years old. Right. And I, w- I went to Virginia State University to play football. That was what was available to me growing up, soccer, football, basketball, baseball. Those are all things that are affordable for my family that I could do, that I was pretty good at. And I picked up golf just playing with some friends, and it was unlike anything I'd ever done before. You know, you think, you think of all those other sports I'm pretty good at. I can work really hard and be good at it. Golf is kind of one of those things where – when you first pick up that club, you suck. I, I don't know anyone who's ever picked yeah. up a club for the first time, yeah. and they're really good. But they are. I want to meet them, um, and I want to recruit them. But regardless, <laughs> regardless, I started playing, and I just—it was so different that I wanted to work so hard to get better at it. But that was only because the local areas would allow me to, to play, because otherwise I couldn't afford it. So, um, the a- and to, to the next question, the APGT. Um, I think any opportunity that affords and allows minority golfers to grow in the game or even kids like we talked about to grow in the game is massive. You're losing golf courses. You're losing money at these older, more traditional golf clubs and country clubs because you're not introducing the younger crowds to the game early enough. And you're losing those members. I hate to say it. Members that end up, you know, they die off or they move on. And then you're not replenishing those members. And these are the type of things that we have to do as a golf community to grow in the game. Yeah, man. Well said. Very well said. Absolutely. I um, I think that there's definitely been more than ever a uh, not only a light uh, shown on kind of this issue, but the, the, the willingness and the advocacy and the... Um, you know, the resources to, to do something about it. So I uh, appreciate you guys helping us kind of tackle what is can be an uncomfortable subject for folks, but it shouldn't be because it's all about uh, giving more people the chance to play this game that obviously the four of us very, very much love. Um, all right, so the heavy stuff's over, guys. Now we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun here. We, we have a little game that we do with all of our guests called the Short Par 4. Super simple Four questions, golf, golf adjacent, that are all about you. Now, we're doing it slightly different this time, sort of in a dating game sort of uh, atmosphere where we're going to ask Tylan the answers that he feels like you would give or maybe he's giving about you and then vice versa. So I, I'm going to handle uh, Tylan hmm. uh, with the short par four questions and then Scotty will uh, will ask Got you, it. Coach. Are, are we ready to go? 
first question on the short par four is if coach had uh, sorry what tell us about coach's last round of golf that he played hmm. coach actually coach played pretty good i will say that coach man he shot coach what did you shoot it was like a this is your answer this is your answer. Yeah, I don't I actually don't remember. Um so I shot in the seventies. Um it was a it was a great match. It was a nice day outside and I personally feel that um I could work more on my greens regulation and fairways. Um, you know, I'm a big stats guy, so I really trying to really trying to focus on those areas and you know, my number of puts. You know, they was they should have been less than thirty. I I personally like they should have been less than thirty. You know, I had thirty five plus today. So, but you know, that's not bad. I'm not I'm not too mad at that. I <laughs> took <laughs> yeah, pretty good impersonation there. It's pretty good impersonation. All right, what golfer would Coach Parker be the fan club president of? You've you've met him. What's my son's name? Tiger, yeah, Tiger for sure. Tiger. <laughs> He's like his his son's name is named after the goat. You know? Wow, like, <laughs> love that. I think that probably yeah. yeah. Uh, you name your Tiger. kid after him. That's you're the fan club president. Okay, Coach Parker has one last round of golf to play in his entire life. Tylen, where's he gonna play at? But he has to have played there before. Dang, I'd probably say. Uh, dang, what's that? The uh, what's the course? What's the course? It's the course you played last. It was the one in Alabama. I don't. I don't know the name of the course. I honestly don't. I think it was the one in Alabama. Or I'm not. I'm not sure which one you're referring to. But if I could I play one more that I played at, it would be St. Andrews. Oh wow. Uh, okay. 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 That was that was years ago. Probably ten years ago now. Um, but I played actually. Yeah, it was about ten years ago now. But I got wait. The, that's the course you shot. Um, you shot under par there, didn't you? No, I shot. No, that was in another place. But I shot, I would say I shot 78, but the wind was calm. I mean, I see why why they can have that course when it's calm. Um, it's tough. For, I mean, it's tough for me. I'm not a pro, but it was a great experience. I love being out there. Love it, man. Love an old course reference. Uh, Tylen, this one, this one will be easy for you because this is totally your opinion. A movie about the life of Coach Parker. What famous golfer is going to play him in the movie? You say Tiger again, honestly. Like, I, I just, just, you know, just the only reason why I say that is just because, you know, Coach Parker is a big Tigers fan. So I, I feel like Tiger would play in his role. Nothing, you know, nothing crazy. I love it. Well done. Well done. Coach, you ready to reverse it? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> Last round of golf that Thailand's played, how'd it go? The last round of golf that Thailand played, struggled a little bit um, with the greens of regulation. And that's that's kind of what we're working on the most right now. Uh, does a decent job finding a fairway. Made a, made a couple birdies, um, but also made a couple mistakes and ended up ended up shooting uh, shooting. I think seventy seven was the last time that we that yeah. we played seventy seven. So um, he's got a lot of ability, but last round was seventy seven for him. The last competitive round I shot, just to be clear, um, was down at, at Grand Dunes in, in Myrtle Beach. I don't know if, it, if you guys have got to go down there. No. Grand Dunes. Bogey the last to shoot even. It was tough. It was in a match. Bogey the last to shoot even. 72. But anyway, go ahead. Number two. Wow. <laughs> uh, competitive round. That's no big deal. No big deal. Love it. Love it. Uh, what golfer would Thailand be the president of the fan club? 
Um, I, I would, my, my guess would be Tiger. I assume that he's a Tiger fan. I hope he's a Tiger fan. Um, since yeah. my son is named after Tiger, I hope he's a Tiger fan. Um, so I'm going to go with Tiger Woods, which is a cliche answer. But if there was somebody else, I always think of the tall, the taller uh, golfers because I don't know if y'all know, but Thailand's is so tall and skinny. Oh yeah. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> so I always think of, of those guys first as somebody that he he might be a fan of. I don't know Scotty Scheffler or somebody. Well, except, except for being a Longhorn. It, and then one final round of golf. Where's he playing? But I guess he said to play it before. Yeah, he. Um, I don't know if he got to play it or not. I don't remember if he if he said he got to play it, but he went to the. He went to the PGA Championship last year at uh, what was it Southern Hills? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he went to the P- he went to the yep. PGA Championship at Southern, Southern Hills last yep. year, and I don't know if he got to play it or not. But he was at least he put his feet on the ground there. Hopefully he would choose there. You know that that place looked amazing to me on television. I'd I'd love to go out there. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um, and we'll find out the <laughs> answers here in a minute. But and then the last question is movie about the life of Thailand. What famous golfer would play? play him famous golfer that would play Thailand this is a tough question this is the one when I got the script I said my goodness I don't know who I would pick um I mean I think there I think there's an obvious answer I I don't I play I did play I did play pro-am with VJ Singh one time and I thought that uh that VJ with that with his tall lanky swing as well I thought that that they looked similar so I maybe I'll go with VJ Singh on this one and VJ Singh's a great guy by the way I'm gonna throw my vote out there when I first met you um, I'm mm-hmm. like, holy cow! I think Tony Finau could totally this this could totally be Tony, Tony Finau. Finau. Wow. Wow. Totally, totally Tony Finau. That's who I would have gone with. But, anyways, yes. So if, now look, here's the thing with Tony Finau. I need Thailand's backswing to just shorten up just a little okay. bit, like Tony Finau, <laughs> and then we'll be good. Oh, yeah, yeah. He gets his long backswing is crazy. <laughs> I love it. How how did Coach do? You want to you want to you want to correct him on any of these answers? Nah, I mean Coach did pretty good, but I will say the golf course um will be Torrey Pines because I played uh, Torrey Pines. It was like my senior like my senior year of high school in the summer, and I I kind of want to go there and get my rematch. You know, just you get my revenge on the course. That so. would be awesome. That would be awesome. So, I, that's a good choice. Fan club was right, Tiger. You'd be you'd be you'd be Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. President of the fan club. All right, good job, yeah, coach. For sure, for sure. You know, you, you know your guys, coach. You know your guys. Well, I don't know. Good I don't know if we can make if we can make Tory Pines happen in the near future. But Southern Hills, we there that that has legs. So maybe we'll uh, we'll figure out how to set that up. You guys can come it, back to OK. It has to be a foursome though. You can't leave me. Come out. on, come on, coach. Short yeah. short eighteen hour drive from uh, Virginia State. We'd love to have you. I'm going on a plane. I'll be honest with you. I'm <laughs> Well, man, this has been a blast. Um, truly, truly, we have gotten uh, to know Tylen just a little bit and really enjoyed it. Coach, I can see why he wanted to come out to Virginia and play for you. And uh, we will be very closely following uh, the Trojan Spring season. Uh, before we let you guys out of here, give us, uh, give us some ways maybe to follow each of you from a social media standpoint and then uh, obviously uh, following the team. Tylen, would you mind going first? Um, I have Instagram and I have Instagram and Twitter. So my Instagram is uh, lowercase Thailand W with a three, and then my Instagram is just Wallace Thailand. Thank you, sir, Coach Parker. Yeah, we uh, we're for on Instagram and Twitter. We're um, BSU Trojans Golf, 
um, no spaces, no anything, just BSU Trojans Golf. Um, check us out. We post a lot of pictures and, and cool updates of what we're doing, where we're at, um, and, and people probably would, but people probably enjoy that kind of stuff. We've got a couple signees that we just put on. Those are the latest posts um, for next year, two, two guys coming in, so pretty excited about that. Love it, love it. Well, we will be sure through at YSO Golf, both on Twitter and Instagram, to uh, retweet and uh, share all of Virginia State's posts. Um, guys and gals, we are nearing the month of March, which means the golf is going to uh, to ramp up significantly. Uh, even our fair weather friends in the golf community are going to be coming out of hibernation to get outside and enjoy the walk. 